in three, two, one. Greetings, friends, family, and followers. My name is Angela. My name is Pam. And my name is Edwin. I'm delaying. <laughs> and you're listening to episode 74 of Dungeons, Dinings, and Dorks. Oh, oh, wow. He what? said it normal. Yes. <laughs> he usually does that special dorks thing at the end. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, that's right, I do. <laughs> anyway, how's everybody doing? I'm glad you're back to to uh, listen to us once again and join us in our geekery. In our geekery, our D&D slash gaming slash anything in the culture of geeks and nerds. Yeah, and I don't know. It's it's a shame that we are aren't doing video recording of this because Angela is still <laughs> crocheting. Yeah, she's got a big. Wa- I don't know. This is like can I can it's let me describe it as a colorful sleeping bag size yarn. It's that. It's like if you picture a sleeping bag that's all rolled up. That's how tightly big this... rolled. Thank you. <laughs> it's huge. It's blocking my my monitor too. That's how big it is. <laughs> it's it it's is bulky crunchies. yarn, and it is a lot of bulky yarn. It, it's called anniversary cakes. Yeah, that one. It's a discontinued, uh, limited time only, uh, yarn cake from. I'm going to mispronounce the brand. Caron. 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 Caron cake. <laughs> Yummy. Now I'm hungry. Uh, Sorry, I don't have any cake. Except for yarn. You get, Don't eat that. No. So I would not suggest eating yarn. It definitely not. So, Angela, what have you been doing besides playing around with 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 a big... Sleeping bag size of Caron cake. Yarn. Yarn. Okay, I've actually been reading a lot of uh, webtoons lately. Uh, I don't know how many people have this app. Um, but it it is just called Webtoon. I think it's Line Webtoon. But uh, it's it's got a lot of uh of uh a lot of webtoons yeah a lot a, webtoons. a lot of uh a lot of internet based uh comics really there's some are some are american some are japanese there's there's some korean but they're basically published all over the world um they're independent artists uh, and on occasion, uh, Webtoon looks at some of the self-published comic strips that are going up, and if there's enough popularity, enough, um, It'll reader be... interaction, subscriptions, and all that, they occasionally, uh, offer to make those a, a... Like a print? Well, not... 
some of, like, some of them actually do get printed. I know uh, Laura Olympus got printed, and it's one of the yeah, originals the most, to this. But I think it's that's the most popular. It's one. Basic, yeah, it's basically they take these comic strips that comic strips that are particularly popular have particularly high interaction and a lot of subscriptions, and they actually offer to pay the comic artist to publish regularly. So is this something like like XKCD? Is that the one? That the, one. The what? The sticks. Is that one still going? Is it still going? Is that a webtoon? That is not on webtoon. No, these. But is that a webtoon? Could it be? That could, is a web comic. Yes. That's a web comic. Yes. Like so, these are extra life and. Yeah, those are all web comics, yeah. and webtoon publishes web comics. Some of them are exclusive. Uh, some of them are. Some of them are basically licensed to webtoon. So. Um, there's coins for you to to kind of advance through those ones more quickly, but they do they do um, take some of those licensed ones and they kind of they kind of limit your pacing on those so they can release it as a. So as, is this an app? Though? This is an app. Yes. This is an app. So this is yes. on the this is on the Google the Google. Yes, it's in it's in the Google Play Store. To, um, yeah. It also. It's also online, so if you're at a computer, you can you can read these online. Uh, Who reads they, online on a computer these days? <laughs> Just kidding. So, are there any <laughs> are there any web comics that you would recommend? Um, yeah, there's a lot that I'm subscribed to. Um, one, oh my gosh! I know Edwin's looking at my Whoa. list, is scrolling. Whoa. A lot of them are either a lot of the ones that I've been reading are either on hiatus or finished what's that is there an end to that list yes okay i scroll <laughs> like this and suddenly it's done uh but some of the ones that i followed uh, the makeup remover is one that's finished that i read um that one is uh that one's been put basically behind that uh that limited release wall kind of you can get coins for it, so you can pay to read it more quickly. Uh, but it's completed, so you basically you're limited to one episode per day. So uh, you can, if you pay, you can you, binge read these things. A lot. There's a lot of them that are at completely free. No, no wall or, or no anything. No wall. Yeah, there's the vast majority of them. There's no wall. Okay. But there's some that are completed. That means that uh, Webtoons has had them publishing for five years and at the end of that five years they finished their story and um then webtoon takes those and occasionally they put them behind that kind of uh one at a time wall sure and then you use your you use your coins and they often have events where you read so many pages of certain comics and they'll give you free coins so you can advance those a little more quickly wow Um, i didn't know it became because the only webtoons i ever like read was yeah, like XKCD, and because it was just prevalent, it was everywhere. Yeah. And and then when I was listening, like you know, I I started. Um, what was that webtoon? Um, that Scott Johnson made the, um, Fred and Can. I I started reading <laughs> that. Yeah. So. But another good one that I've been reading is uh, called Woven. Um, one of the interesting things about Woven is that the main character is blind. 
but she can she can see the threads that basically hold the world together. Mm. Um, hmm. and, and she can use those threads to do magic, basically. Um, I believe that one's done by an American artist. Uh, another one that I'm reading is, oh, that's, that's a good one. There's a lot of isekai ones, uh, coming out. Isekai is a kind of Japanese storyline where a person dies and they end up in the body of another person or in, they, oh, they wake yeah, up yeah, reborn yeah. and end up in another world and they're so yeah they're completely aware <laughs> that, of it that's like a that's like a that's like a japanese thing like yeah a that's, japanese yeah it's, almost, it's like a tropey thing and one of point. one that's sort of like that i don't know exactly what this trope is called but basically uh this it's the comic is called leveling up my husband to the max this the main character uh, has a really hard life and she dies and suddenly wakes up in her past, in her own okay. past. Like, she's still herself, but she wakes up in the past and she knows everything that's supposed to happen to her oh. in the future as she's trying to change her own future. If I knew what I knew now, if I knew then what I knew now, mm -hmm. it's that whole deal. Mm -hmm. I'm sure everybody's wished that at one point or another in their lives. Yeah. <laughs> so and would you? I. What do you mean? Like, and this is a question for everybody here. Sure. If you were to do that, would you change anything in your past? Ye some things, yes. <laughs> yeah, some things, yes. I'd be, I'd be a lot more smarter on certain things, and not so smart on other things, because I feel like it's just like. Was that really necessary to learn? <laughs> well, I think if if I knew if I knew then what I know now, I'd I'd go, try to get on Adderall a lot sooner. Yeah, or something. Yeah. I don't know if I would, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Yes, it the past does hurt. Yes, you've made mistakes, but I would have to say I'm actually proud of the person that I am today. Yeah, because of those learning. Experiences. Yeah. Yeah. And yes, and there are times when I'd be like, yes, I am the bad person. I don't know if I don't know if I would change that though. Oh. Because that would prove that I stood up for myself at some point. I always had like these things where it's like, man, if I could just tell myself and just like, sh you know, like shake myself in the shoulders and like tell them, tell myself what's what, <laughs> you know. That would, I, you know, I probably wouldn't listen because I was a stupid teenager. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, Pam, what have you been doing? <laughs> Something about GS, it's, and I'm not talking about well, the car well, variety. Well, well, while Angela was was um talking, yes, I was listening, but I put I had to mute my my um your mic mic yes. Because I was busy opening up a box of Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, Wait which ones? You already have Girl Scout cookies and you're eating it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And you're oh. not sharing. I I signed up for the emails, okay? I get notified <laughs> when Girl Scout cookies are available in my area. And now that I'm living in civilization, I am happy. <laughs> so 
<laughs> so immediately, like the day of when I got the the email, I put in my zip code. I got to the nearest uh, uh, location that yeah. was available to me. Yep, I got my four boxes of cookies. <laughs> Which is probably like a local grocery store that's like... Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's so nice because the Girl Scout website, um, they they like input like hours of like when they'll be there. <laughs> And then I'll be like, "Oh, you are dangerous." <laughs> they still don't. They still don't have a loyalty rewards program. They're missing out. You know, I'm actually surprised <laughs> that they haven't like partnered with like Instacart or oh my gosh. Uber Eats. That would be deadly. That would be deadly. But I'm then, already dead. But then, <laughs> what are the? I mean, what are the Girl Scouts going to do? Like, they're going to be able to like knock on doors. I mean. Because well, there would be do. like list, like there'd be like just ordering off Instacart. Because is, I mean, isn't that like? I mean, isn't that like what they're well, essentially the downfall, doing? I think the downfall is that if they if they do do it that way, Instacart will get part of the proceeds, which is bad. So, I don't like that. Which is, yeah. So I mean, some do. I think still. I think there are still some Girl Scouts that still do door to door, but. Uh, it's cold here in Minnesota. Oh. It is, but you know what? More We're power expecting... to the Girl Scouts because I know, like, especially the parents where they get dragged out and they're the ones who have to walk with, with their daughter around <laughs> the neighborhood. We have a yeah. we have a Filipino um, neighbor here where they're, they're, the daughter used to be in Girl Scouts. I don't think she is anymore. But they would... She would... She would text me she would message me and just like you know like hello tito yo you know uh. my daughter is selling girl girls is there is it okay if i we come to, you know like a certain time i was like yeah <laughs> and we end up buying too much girl scout cookies every time every time you know but she doesn't oh she's not in girl scouts anymore so i gotta go i gotta be like pam and Find the grocery store. <laughs> Go find the grocery store with a big Girl Scout stand or, or something. Well, yeah, and yeah, there was there was a Girl Scout that would come into my work, and of course she would be a course, big hit. Of course. Um, but yeah, and I do, I do um have to agree with the whole. It's it's dangerous because I'm also counting calories, which. <laughs> Girl Scout cookies and counting calories just don't mix. They do not. One serving size is either two or four cookies, and we all know that that's you, not. You can't. <laughs> no, no, no. Serving size is not what? Three cookies or four cookies? No. A serving size, and Girl Scout Association of America, if you are <laughs> listening, a serving size is one sleeve. <laughs> Or one box, depending on the cookie. The cookies, okay. None of this three or four. No, that's not. I don't think that's that is, accurate that is, anymore. That is not accurately how people eat them. No. And you sit, you, and to be and I used to be a Girl Scout uh, myself, and there are some cookies I wish would you know come back into circulation. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was one. I forgot what the name was, 
but it was basically like your standard like a vanilla like sandwich cookie oh. and up on top would be like a strawberry filling <gasps> I remember like a strawberry those. yeah you remember those i remember yeah. those those were my favorite those were amazing they can i was heartbroken when they were like nope sorry we discontinued i'm like why they can just get rid of um the mint one no those are you don't like no. the thin mints I said it. There's controversy. Controversy. There's... Oh, you can email me. I don't care. <laughs> you can email me. Edwin, I've got words there's, for you. Those fight words. I know. Those. Never I, mind. I'm I, sorry. I was. I'm sorry. I was gonna. I was gonna ask. Like, <laughs> well, I guess I could still ask you, Edwin. It just won't apply to Thin Mints. But Angela, yeah, when mince. you have Thin Mints, did you eat them straight out of the box, or did you freeze them? Usually ate them straight out of the box. We f we bought a bunch of them and you froze some of them. I did freeze some of them, yes. but that was so that you wouldn't eat them just because you were <laughs> wanting. They're still snack. cookies, but they're not my favorite cookies. I could do away without. The thing is, is that I don't like anything that's mint. I don't even and like yet mint you ice eat cream. Them anyway, I know. You know, and I don't what? like mint ice cream because what am I doing? Am I brushing my teeth or am I eating cookies? But you eat I'm them not anyway. My teeth. I buy myself minty treats. And you eat them yeah. anyway. I buy them because you it's don't like, like them. And it's you like, eat I think them it's, anyway. I think it was because of my parents way back when. They treated mints as candy. And I felt like I was yeah. getting ripped off. From the good yeah. candy. That's what I think that might be it. But yeah, I just... I, I am... I do kind of agree with Edwin here. Because I myself am not a mint fan. However... Thin mints, Andy's chocolate. If the if if the mint is <laughs> chocolate, is with chocolate, I will eat it because it's chocolate. Because it's chocolate, so the chocolate overpowers the mint. I'm a chocoholic, okay? Yeah, I know you. If are. it's chocolate, I will eat it, even if it's the fake chocolate, the white chocolate. Oh, that's not, I love white chocolate. Is that controversial too? <laughs> like white depends chocolate? On, depends on the audience. Because Alpine White was my favorite chocolate bar ever, and I miss Alpine White. You know those when you went like back in like when it was like the holidays, Reese's would have those like white yes chocolate trees. Yes. A lot of like I did not know that like half of the people that are in my office area liked those white trees over the typical uh, chocolate peanut yes. butter uh, trees oh my gosh now I like chocolate I just bought like a I bought a like a bar of Tony's Chocolate Only what? Tony's Chocolate Only if anybody doesn't know that Tony's Chocolate Only um, they are a ethically grown cocoa um, like chocolate Maker, they actually make their chocolates in the same factory, the same place as Calibu, which is like this really high-end chocolate in Belgium. So it's a Belgian chocolate, but the cocoa, Belgium. yeah, but the cocoa, the the cocoa uh, beans that they they have is that they use to process to make chocolate is ethically grown. So they're paying the farmers what they should be paid to grow these uh cocoa beans 
Basically, yeah. trying trying to do better than fair trade. They're trying to do better than yeah. like what Nestle's doing. What yeah. What you know those other okay. the you know those other ones doing. It's fair. But it's so good because it's Belgian chocolate. It's really Bel- good. <laughs> Actually, your Belgian chocolate, it like European chocolate in general. You could just tell the difference. Yes. Between European chocolate and American chocolate. Because they just don't compare. Yes. It's <laughs> it's just night and day. I've, I've heard that uh, European people who try American chocolate describe it as waxy. Waxy. Not much taste. But... I can see that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I just, I mean, I was eating chocolate this morning because I just needed chocolate. And I bought a, like a, a bar of it. And... Well... Well, oh, so I bought my girl cow cookies, and I <laughs> usually I would say I'm a general generous person. Person, yep. in general, no. When it comes to girl cow cookies, you support the girl scout troop in your area, and you support your stomach. Yes. Yes. And don't <laughs> touch get, Sam's girl scout get your own. Go get your own. This is the only. This is one of the rare times I'm actually selfish. I'm not sharing these girl scout cookies. <laughs> Go get your own. You sound like me with pulverone. So, <laughs> so Edwin. The Goldilocks pulverone. Edwin, mm. you you had a rough day yesterday. What I did have a rough off? day yesterday. I did have a rough day yesterday, and I'm still feeling it because my freaking thigh hurts. Um, and my some of my back muscles hurt too, but. All right, so I was driving to work, and I go to work really early. You know, some people might say it's like ungodly early, and I'm insane for getting up early. But I was going to work. It was 5.30 in the morning. I was almost at work, right? And I take Interstate 494, which is part of the Beltway here in the Twin Cities. I take that. It's snowing. It's wet. It sucks. It's the worst. You're. It's just. It's just. It's just. Uh, it's gross. It's gross. It is. What is it? Uh, you know. It's hypothermia. Is essentially what it is outside. <laughs> and my tire decides to puncture with something on the road. And my car started sounding like a nightclub doing the oons thing. Dubstep. Dubstep. And I'm like, oh no, what the heck is that noise? I thought it was the radio. No, it was my tire. And I'm stuck in the middle. I'm stuck in the the side of the road. I'm sitting there debating whether or not I'm going to change this tire. And I do like the whole like, I can do this. I can do this. 5:30 in the morning. It's dark. It's it's snowing. It's and wet. And it's a Prius. And it's a Prius. And all I all I had was the tools that came with the car, that stupid jack thing that's next to worthless, and the hook and the tire iron. It took me almost an hour to. <laughs> it took me almost an hour to change that tire, um, but I managed to do it, but. At the sacrifice of my a couple of my muscles, and it was Work just out. okay. The it's Edwin, just not fun. 
Would you care to explain the significance of why it matters that it was a Prius that you were changing a tire on? Why it matters? Yeah. Didn't You told me before that Prius tires are n notoriously awful to change. Oh. You mean the locking lug nuts? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, never take that stupid little key thing out of your glove compartment. And make sure you have a really good kick because it's really stubborn to take the tire off the axle. I think I almost slipped on one of the kicks. Yeesh. And yeah, because it was icy. And yeah, anyways, it wasn't fun and I hurt. <laughs> and talking about the speeding cars that's going like 70 miles an hour in the snow. And getting splashed at the same time? Yeah, That's fun. no. Yeah. I don't think it is fun, but <laughs> you did a workout. It's, oh. You're feeling the muscles? I feel, I feel like I just. Were there. I, I felt like I was doing leg day, but only my right leg. That's <laughs> oh. what it feels like. It's not fun. <laughs> Oof. Yes. Anyways, I did it. I had a conversation with my with one of my coworkers. Apparently, they did stop putting spare tires in cars now. Is that a thing? Uh, did they? Apparently, both of my coworkers don't have spare tires in their back in their uh, in their trunk. I think a lot of a lot of cars don't have that spare tire spot, but um, I think it. I think you can um, specify that you do want a spare tire when you're getting a car. I think it's just specifying that that you want one that's got the spare tire. I can't imagine a car's without the spare tire. I mean, that's... I, I don't know. Like, I feel like... <laughs> it's like saying, I don't need to be safe. Nah. No. I don't need to be prepared. <laughs> What's that all about? We, <laughs> I live in the city. <laughs> you know? There's no way I'll ever end up in the country and get a flat tire. Oh my gosh, I can't imagine. Does... I mean, does AAA actually go out like in the middle of nowhere? Wyoming? Oh, it does, but I think it, if, if it costs you, more. Yeah, like if you that. don't have AAA and you're out in the country and you're having to call a tow truck, Ooh. holy cow. Ooh. I don't want to see that bill. No, you uh. don't. <laughs> you don't want to. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes, spare tires are good. Even though it gave me a workout, I was very glad I had a spare tire, even though it was a donut and not the tasty kind. <laughs> it was still a spare tire. Oh, I mean, well, it's nice to know that you know. With, uh, like, did you have prior knowledge of how to change the tire? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah he did. <laughs> oh yeah. It's. Okay, I don't think I can get out of a Filipino fan without knowing how to change a tire. I mean, it's I, like one of those... I have yet to learn. Really? I'm not post. I'm not post oh. to learning. It's just that I haven't. You know. I had to teach. I had to teach Boy Scouts a bunch of Boy Scouts how to change a tire, and I was really, I was really surprised that none of them has ever changed a tire, nor do they know how to change a tire. One time, <laughs> and it was just so surprising to me because I thought this was like, you know, it's one of those like common knowledge things. Like if you're gonna own a car, you gotta learn how to one, you know, put gas in the car check the oil, and change a tire. I feel like those are like the three things you should be able to do. And yeah, 
I guess, I mean, I guess, I mean, I guess they just don't teach that anymore. <laughs> I guess not. Oh my gosh. Oh man. I just, okay. So go to the University of YouTube if you want to learn how to change a tire. It's very, very easy. YouTube, yeah. YouTube <laughs> is like your friend. And yeah. can you just imagine how far, you know, us like millennials went without youtube yeah i wish i wish i had youtube when i was growing up because math would have been a lot easier <laughs> okay <laughs> math would have been easier how do, you, how do you solve two variable equations the problem, <laughs> the problem with math though is that like apparently there's a new way of what division or something no. Oh, no. No. No, we're not doing Common Core math. <laughs> no. No. I've seen that. That I don't know what that is. Someone, I think someone tried to explain what the new way was, and no. I'm like, what? This is more complicated than my my thing. Why? <laughs> why, is, why is this being taught? <laughs> See, not, I kind of feel like how my, I feel like what, I, I hate to say this, I feel like how my parents felt when they were trying to teach me math at one point. You know? You know, where okay. they go, what did you learn that? What was that, like, synthetic division? What did you learn that? You know, and it's like, it just flew <laughs> over their heads. I feel like the same way now. I feel like whatever math is being taught today, it's flying here, over I'm my just, head. Here, I'm just thinking of that one um, meme where it's like, what is this? This is math? You do this in front of children? <laughs> Yeah. Mm -hmm. No. No. Math? <laughs> we're just no. Look at us. No. I mean, it's just interesting <laughs> how we're complaining about math, and yet we meet up every month to do math. Yeah. D and D. D and D is math. Talks. There's a lot <laughs> of add? there's add and subtract. Was that uh, <laughs> you know? Uh, <laughs> You're adding you on a modifiers. You double the roll. Yep. So you're, you're times two. <laughs> Add your proficiency. Yeah. Divide by two, uh, round down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Dungeons and Dragons is math. <laughs> Apparently, I mean, that's an excellent way to teach kids um, how to add and subtract, I guess. Is that would that have been a good way to tell parents who are like thinking that D and D was like the Satan's game or whatever, <laughs> the devil's game, and you just told your parents, Yeah, but it's math. Don't you want me to learn math? It's math. <laughs> Do you want me to be smart? <laughs> All right. All right. What are we talking I, about? I, I well, found something out. I found something out. You found something out? So, are you going to tell us a thing? I'm going to tell you a thing. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Is that really Oops. a thing? Hey, what you mean by that, crack? <laughs> I want to play like that again. Is in? that really a thing? Hey, what you mean by that, crack? Okay. Okay, Angel, what are you going to tell? All right. So, you remember a while back, this was a while back, where how Niantic, the Pokemon game makers that... The ones who did Pokemon Go. Oh. They also did Ingress. This is a shut and up and listen. <laughs> is eh. This, 
Oh, could, well, it could be right. both. Okay. That is yeah. the purpose of this meeting, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> anyway, we're still trying to roll up there here. Doesn't matter. Such anyway, so okay. So Niantic Peridot. Yes. It was announced forever ago. It's finally got a release date. Oh my gosh! Finally, we were talking about this before our hiatus. I know, and that was a pretty long hiatus. But they finally have a release date, and it is coming out. On May 9th, that is when it's going live. Oh my gosh. It's still two months so, away. Yeah. Can you... Uh-oh. We lost Pam. Oh. Oh no! <laughs> we lost Pam. Pam. Hold on. Pause. Three, two, one. Okay. Okay, what was what was your question? Remind, remind us non-gamers <laughs> what Niantic is. Alright, uh, Niantic is a company that makes games, makes games that basically it's GPS, uh, augmented reality games. Where you go out, um, and they, it's, it's, it's Pokemon Go. Yeah, it's an encouragement to yeah. get out of your house, go for a walk, and, um, they tend to have these little, uh, like stations, places, yeah, places bases. of interest. They've got places of interest yeah. to go to, and uh, you you go to those locations, and they have something there for you to do. Um, whether it's uh, like in Pokemon Go, collecting stuff. You, you collect stuff. You have battles. You defend gems or ingress, where you're basically fighting off alien forces. Uh, when you go to these these different cultural culturally significant places yeah it could be like an art like a piece of art public piece of art or churches is a big thing mm -hmm. um let's see sculptures parks yeah, they, trees that sort of thing yeah so so places of cultural significance They've got these these little stops there of, of whatever kind, depending on the game. Now, Peridot is basically going to be a kind of a fantastical world where you get unique virtual pets. And uh, you... It's basically going to be a... A Pokemon Go version of like Tamagotchi, almost it looks like. Yeah, I was kind of wondering, I was like, what's the difference between yeah, this and Pokemon Go? I mean, you could say that Pokemon's are like because yeah, virtual we'll see. pets. We'll see, <laughs> I mean, like, like I don't know. I'm just taking a stab. Like, like is it basically Pokemon Go just without the arena? Not really. No, it's this is more. Um, you're not really collecting various kinds. You you start with a unique pet apparently, and okay. you're going to basically uh, breed your pet with with other players to kind of get new varieties of pets. They're they're going to be basically unique, and you're collecting oh. items to make these pets happy. To make them healthy so and, so and all that. <laughs> okay, so it's 
Yeah, yeah, it's kind it's gonna, of. It's gonna do the do with other people's pets. It's gonna, gonna breed pets, other pets to make other pets. Essentially, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's and some of the some of the pets will resemble familiar animals, and some of them won't. Uh, That's interesting. Yeah. So it's a. But yeah, oh it's, you're you're going you... to explore and. I'm, I'm gonna try it. I'm just. I'm gonna try it. May 9th. May 9th. Are you pre registered? I am already pre registered. I pre registered pre-reg- earlier. Today. Already got pre-registered. Yeah, so I'm gonna get ahead um, of this bandwagon so so I, I can once, I can game the game. <laughs> once kidding. I get once I get a new cell phone because mine needs updating, I may pre register too. It's just that you mentioned Tamagotchi. Uh oh. And I, I just remember <laughs> all the hassles. Oh, okay. you, you gotta I, feed the pet. You gotta like play with your clean pet. Clean up after itself. Clean up I after your pet. I don't think it's gonna be like Tamagotchi in that way, but you know, I seems like a whole dollar chore. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a chore. It is chore core. It's chore core. It's a Tamagotchi. <laughs> uh, I remember mine just like ding, ding, ding. Oh, like yeah. every time it needed to be fed, and oh I'm like, gosh, not you... now. I'm in class. Yeah, you're giving me like PTSD <laughs> when like. Like junior high, when all those freaking like giga pets like start going off. <laughs> yes, I remember Let's that go, oh too. Who my pet? What? <laughs> yeah. I think okay, I had so I had one, but I think it died. I had one, but it got stolen. <laughs> so. Yeah. The nerve. The nerve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um. So, Peridot. I mean, yeah, so if anyone wants to check out it out, it's playparadot.com. Yep. Yep. Yeah, so I am I am looking forward to it. I'm excited. I've been watching for this one. Yeah. We talked about this a long time ago yeah. before, but it's always been like Wasn't when it are like we gonna... stalled? Yeah, it was like a year ago when this first started getting announced. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I I think it was stalled. I I don't know what stalled it, but it's got a release date. It's getting out there, and I'm excited. Yeah. Okay. So for those of you that <laughs> are looking for something to add on your phone, that may that be it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, we do need to talk about some food. Yes. Hold on. Food talk. But regardless of the style or type of restaurant, they all have one thing in common, and that is the serving of food still fresh but I'll take only what I need they've got to last okay so Pam tell us where we went for food so we went to Kutina which is a new Filipino restaurant yes in Mounds View my neck of the woods Angela and I's neck of the woods so someone told me so someone told me that it's in that old uh, building that used to be, uh, what a laundromat. Yes. It used to be a laundromat. And a Tom Thumb, maybe. Something like that. It's a, it's like a, it's like a, it looks like a convenience store essentially, like a corner convenience. What I like about it is that so, um, in our other podcast, <clears throat> Hello Hello Hangout, anything that's Filipino, find it there. Um, it's next to the Filipino grocery yes. store. Yeah, 
when we interviewed Herman, right, the guy who owns that Filipino store, he was planning on expanding it, that store where Casina is, is now. Yeah. But it was surprising to me that last time we went, when we went to Philippine Day last summer, that Casina was going to be in there. And I was, which was a surprise to me, but I was glad because I want more Filipino restaurants <laughs> in the Twin Cities. Hello, yeah. Jollibee. Ring, you know, <laughs> please come know. here. Yes. I know. I don't want to go to Vegas all the time just to get Jollibee. <laughs> <All right. laughs> but you'd be willing to do it. I would be willing to do it. <laughs> but, but I don't know. What did you guys think of... Of Cusina. Well, when I when I first went in there, I I really liked the decor. Oh, it's very it Filipino. Like, it yes. It was fun. So like, think of all those straw huts. Yep. Or whatever, they had that. Um, the straw the whole, things. The environment was family friendly. Mm-hmm. There was multiple families there. Um, there was a lot of Filipinos there. There were a lot of. There were a lot of Filipinos <laughs> there, there. So yeah, so I think it's I think you mentioned it like if you ever go to like some ethnic restaurant mm-hmm. and you know you like know when it's yeah well, you know when it's good you go to a to a to an ethnic restaurant whether it's Filipino whether it's Vietnamese if it's Mexican whatever right you know pick a country pick a you know. Pick an ethnic background, um, ethnic restaurant. If you see people from that country or, you know, are eating in that place from their ethnic, yeah, yeah, group, it has to be good. Yep. Like, it has to be authentic. Mm -hmm. Because they're not going to go to, you know, (laughs) they're not going to go to a fusion place or anything like that, right? Usually, fusion places are reserved for those that like aren't familiar. Yeah. With it, so if you're looking for that place, uh, this isn't it. Probably not for you. This isn't it. This is this is full authentic Filipino. I I put this up there with Manila Walk. Most definitely. Yes. This is advanced. (laughs) <laughs> Ed, tell us how you know this is advanced, Edwin. Because they're serving stuff like dinuguan. They're serving stuff like crispy pata. They're serving stuff like um, humba. And now, can you <laughs> can you explain why? Like, why is that like considered like adventurous food? Okay, or- so okay, so. Crispy pata is base is basically like, um, like ham hock, but it's like deep fried with like, mm-hmm. like mang tomas sauce, which is a very like Filipino like sauce. It's like the our barbecue sauce, mm-hmm. essentially. <laughs> you yeah. know, it doesn't taste anything like barbecue sauce, and some people are kind of put off by it just because there's like this weird taste, like they're, bad they're taste. Expecting a flavor profile that yeah, is not it's existing not, in it. Yeah, exactly. And it's very, very good with crispy pata, right? Like, humba is, 
like pork belly pork it's like it's like um roast pork but in soup it's, form uh, mm. the cut of pork is basically unsliced bacon <laughs> yeah unsliced bacon exactly you know it's very very fatty very oily you know it's very very good on rice right <laughs> like anything in filipino food everything goes on top of rice <laughs> right <laughs> right and then my personal favorite, Dinogaan, is pork blood. It's pork blood stew. It's, you know, it's it's intestines, tripe, whatever, braised in pork blood. And... So it's usually the non... Like, the typical... It's the non-typical parts that, of yeah, the pig. Yeah, it's the awful. That's essentially what it is. Yeah. Yep. And g- given that the way that they made over at Casino was pretty friendly, considering what sometimes some things I've tasted, like in the Philippines. Like, there's no like familiar meat, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It, at all whatsoever. This one had familiar meats. Like it had like cuts of pork belly, cuts of of loin, that sort of thing. But they also mixed in like intestines and all that stuff. Okay. Which was good. Right. Yeah. So, and it was, you know, it was it was really, really good. Yes, I am an adventurous eater. I like my ethnic food. <laughs> yes. Uh, this wasn't exactly adventurous because you grew up with yeah, it. Yeah, I did grow up. I grew up with it. <laughs> but, you know, mm-hmm. I don't want to hear anything about people who like blood sausages. I don't like going to hear anybody like, like haggis, right? This is my haggis. This is my blood sausage. <laughs> right? Don't touch it. Yes. Don't touch Edwin C. Nugle. Yes. <laughs> but it was that's why I think this is like advanced, right? This is if you want to show someone Filipino foods, you take them to Casino or you take them to Manila Walk. That's that's like that's full on Filipino, but then you guess, you know, you want to gauge whether or not they're beginner level, intermediate level, right? They kind of have to get good, too. Yeah, <laughs> you know. All right. So, so, uh, Pam, what did you yes. get at Cusina? I went all out. Um, so I, I got my um, pansi. Yep. That I honestly think pansi is a failsafe. Mm-hmm. And the and my friend that I dragged along with. I mean, he also got the chicken adobo, and that is also, you know, a failsafe. So, if so, if anyone is interested in, you know, wanting to tr- like wade their feet in the Filipino waters, um, those are safe ones. Pancit and chicken adobo are usually safe. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. safe. I've now, never the heard one that the one adventurous uh, thing that I had was the pusit, <gasps> and that is squid. Yes. And the reason why I got it is because I remember my mom. I remember my mom making squid. The ink included. Yes. And so, but I remember, you know, the, the, it looked, it looked very similar to how she made it. Although she usually chopped it up. Kusina usually like served it like whole. Yep whole squid it's either whole or or half um i don't think they included the ink because no they didn't have the ink it was way too light to have ink 
which was kind of weird. I've never seen it that way in terms of like how how it, I've had because when I had pussy, which I'm actually I'm actually not a fan of it. Mm. Yes, I'm not actually That's a fan okay. of it. <laughs> um, I will eat it if I you know if you know to if it's there I'll eat it, but it's not. I would probably go somewhere else. Um, yeah, but when. My parents made it. It had the ink, so it was like just dark, black, just thick looking. You know. Did did they cut it up too? So it's kind of bite size. No, they cut the. Well, my parents okay. would cut the. Cut the tentacles from the body type thing. They would oh, cut okay. it that way. Um, I think they may have cut the the body part too, but. I've always remembered that the ten- tentacles were were separate. <laughs> yes. So you definitely know that you know. Oh, yep. This yeah. is the tentacles. <laughs> oh, 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 you'll know. I mean, you know, there's this octopus like thingies, so, you know, yeah. whatever. So those those that are easily squirmy on, <laughs> you know, chewy this a, tentacles. Yeah, this is probably skip out on yeah, that. Skip out of this one. Um, <laughs> They all, I mean, it tasted good. Very yeah. similar to how my mom uh, made it. My, sorry, my mom's is still better. Very hard to beat mom's cooking. <laughs> yeah, the, my mom's my only complaint is that they forgot to pull out the, um, what is it, the spine? Oh, or yeah. The, the cartilage? Yeah. I mean, I think, I think I ate it and it was just like, like eating like plastic. Yeah. It was very not pleasant, <laughs> but I mean, it still tasted good. And of course, I had my side of lumpia. Oh yeah, lumpia, which is Filipino. The, um, that was pickles. a Shanghai variety. That was the lumpia Shanghai, the meat kind. There's two different yes. kinds. Yeah. yeah, and and you have to have it with that sweet sauce. Yep. Mm. Yep. It's all about that chili sauce, sweet chili sauce. God, <laughs> so good. Angela, what did you order? I got the combo. I get. I I had pancit because I like pancit. Uh, but I got humba. <laughs> now what is that? Humba is that that unsliced bacon that we were talking about. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. I'm not sure what the sauce is called. It's like a it's a it's a derivative of um of adobo sauce, like a mm. like an adobo. So it's, it has its vinegar. Uh, Soy, uh, soy sauce, brown sugar, and brown sugar. It's that, it's that mixture with garlic and everything. So, it's got all the the main and, ingredients. And I gotta say, the chunks of pork were huge. Yeah. I was not expecting them to be that big. That that those were massive chunks of pork. I thought that was like standard size. To me, they were massive. <laughs> but. I like. I did like what you did for the leftovers, though. Yeah, for With that. Yeah, the leftovers. You refried it. Yeah, I I refried it. I I added a little extra oil yep. and and you know to make sure that it f- actually fried. And you and, and you, then I chunked it up. Yeah, I, I have you like pulled pork the thing. Yeah, I I have a weird thing. I don't like the texture of um, chunks of fat in my mouth. And Humbut definitely has those. So for the leftovers, I I fried it up and I chunked it up so I wouldn't have those big globs of fat so I could eat it easier. And yeah, I the flavor was 
amazing to me. But yeah, the, the chunks of fat, I, I had to chunk them up for the leftovers. I am, I, so the <clears throat> so the reheat value of the meal was it was excellent. Yeah, excellent? I mean, especially oh, if you if you heat it back up on the stove. On the stove. Yeah. Do it on the stove. Skip the microwave. Do it on the stove. Okay. Yeah. Because when I when I reheated my my dinugan, I did it on the stove. I put a little water in it to just to mm. get it more soupy, okay. and just let go, and it just tasted like. The day I got it, the day that we, you know, we went to go see that, it was good, and I finished it. Of course, I had to make more rice, <laughs> right? And then here's Naturally. the thing: they gave you enough rice at oh, casino. Yes. They gave you enough rice, which is they <laughs> did not break the cardinal rule in Filipino this is this is a filipino a thing that me and edwin's uh always comes in when we judge a filipino restaurant yeah is how much, how rice? much rice does come out with yeah. your food yeah, yeah. calzada I, and, and failed you, you commented <laughs> on that so much at, like at calzada the two of you just kept like this isn't enough rice this is i need more rice than this that was like i That's think not enough rice. that was like that was we, like perkins like 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 <laughs> rice what do you call I that think, stuff i think we ended up saying like you have to order like two like extra oh, rice yeah. on the side oh yeah in order to like fulfill our filipino um yeah rice quota <laughs> yeah. yeah but casino like, gave it's not rice peel off you know it's like it's not like perkins rice peel off. you just give you like like a half a cup what is that but, yeah but casino <laughs> casino gave you enough rice not oh, yeah. your abundance just enough. I want to see a Filipino restaurant, right? Do what the Filipinos do in the Philippines in their restaurants. Mm. Unly rice. <laughs> Unly rice, which translates to unlimited rice. No. <laughs> okay. You go to the Philippines okay. and you go to the restaurants over there, you'll see signs that says Unly rice. I thought and I thought unlimited rice means. was like a brand of rice. No, so I was like, what? it's what? unlimited what rice. It's unlimited. I'm like, oh, unlimited rice. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm for that. <laughs> <laughs> that will win my vote. It's like, oh, yep, yep. You're you're now you're in my number one spot. So, so yeah. So this is what we ate. Unfortunately, I think we overstuffed ourselves that we couldn't try the desserts. Oh, there was, there was halo halo. We never no. got it. I know. So we gotta go back. We will go back. <laughs> we gotta go well, back. We will go back and we will try their hollow hollow, okay? And, and the review of the hollow hollow will be on hollow hollow hangout? Yeah. <laughs> Angela's still trying to find her her like perfect hollow hollow. <laughs> so uh, well I'm trying to find a hollow hollow that you, you like. Know, I like. Yeah. Because generally I don't like hollow hollow and that is I know a Cardinal sin. It's like that's a cardinal sin. <laughs> that's, a book. that's like but, that's like an American not liking vanilla ice cream. Apple, apple or apple pie. Or apple pie. Yeah. Whoa. So, <laughs> I'm fighting words. So this, so the, so our score will be on their food. Um. So with that said, how did casino roll? For me, I think it was an 18. Okay. Pretty high. 
but my role hardly matters. My my role is from a, an outsider perspective. Still, hey, really. Hey. No, you you count because you're the. <laughs> okay. I'm biased. I'm Filipino. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so from an outside perspective, it was an 18. In spite of the, in spite of that, the big uh, chunks of fat in the humba, reheating it, get, brought it back to the 18 for me because yeah, it's. That's my own texture problem, so 18 for me. Okay. Uh, Edwin? What did I score Manila Walk? Was I, it a 20? You scored it a 20, yeah. This is a 20. So, this is a 20 oh, for me. Oh, this one is a 20? Oh, yeah. Because they're doing it right. Are they Manila? No, no the they're about the same. They're, they're the same. The same. Like, they're... Actually, you know what? I want to put them down to a 19 because they're only open... Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Ooh. Sunday. Which one, Casina? Yeah, Casina. Only yeah. one limited time. Come on. Limited hours. Limited yeah. hours. Limited so hours. So was Manila Walk. No. <laughs> no, they weren't. Manila sure? Walk was oh, only yeah. limited by how when they run out. They were only limited by when they ran out, and that's a plus because that means it's good, <laughs> right? And and the thing is, is that the person who runs Manila Walk, um, his menu changes true but i think casinas also changes i want to see well i wouldn't know that until i went there a second time to see if there was something different which manila walk i think i've been there i've been there three times already so <laughs> it's always changed so i'm gonna <laughs> just i'm gonna say 19 just because of the limited hours i okay so i pulled up so i pulled up Manila walks hours versus Casina hours. Sure. So you are right. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, they're closed. Manila walk is closed Sunday and Monday. Which is, yeah, they need a weekend. Right. <laughs> right? It's a mom and pop But shop. at least it's consistent. It's 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. at yeah. Manila walk. Casina is 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. So you got to give and take. Yeah. It's not as bad as Carsana, though. <laughs> Calzada is though is like fine dining experience. I gotta go back to Calzada just because maybe they've changed. I I have to give them that we were there like what two weeks after they you opened. You like? I so, think I think you like their dessert. I, I did like the dessert, but remember what happened in Calzada? I was asking for things that were on their online menu and they did not have it. That's uh, true. Remember that? Which is their fault. Yes. I couldn't. I couldn't even get the the dinogon that was in there. Remember? Again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Pam. How did it score for you? Um, I would have to score a 19. Okay. Very close to a, a crit. What did it in was that whole, they didn't clean the squid properly. They're supposed to remove that what cartilage, or uh, there's a term for it. I think it's cartilage. I think. They're supposed to remove it. And I don't appreciate always chewing that and spitting it out. <laughs> right. Otherwise, the taste, the flavors, they were there. Portion size, especially the rice. It was portion, like <laughs> It was very good. Yep. Um, the, the environment was very, you know, family oriented. It wasn't too loud. Um, I like the fact that you could go shopping next door. I, they do it on purpose. Yeah. 
They do it on purpose. They, and um, they even had oh. like uh, some Filipino treats. Like there was like a table there. Yeah. That if you want, if you liked any, you know, baked goods, they sell. They sold that to in the restaurant. Otherwise, there's always that grocery store. Yeah. Which had more. And I'm like, of course <laughs> I, of course I went next door and bought stuff. Of course. It's a small one. It's smaller than Asia Mart, but it's got all the all the essentials, you know. Yeah, which is nice. Yeah, like they got like the Ligo, Tinapa, that sort of thing. They had like, and, and I <laughs> I I have to envy those that live in the because where Cucina is at, it's kind of like surrounded by like apartment complexes yeah. and <laughs> residences. That's dangerous if I live next door. <laughs> I envy those that do. Yeah. I'm just glad I have a Filipino restaurant near me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you were kind of gushing about that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh <sighs> man, so there it is. So where are we going next? We have selected Famai in Asia Mall. Where is Asia Mall? Asia Mall is in Eden Prairie. It's by Pam. (laughs) And Asia Mall is pretty brand new. It's only been around what? Like beginning of this year? Like early? It it opened like late last year. Late last year? Because I remember remember when it opened. Yeah. Oh, there was a line of cars. Yeah. There was a, this was like a, this was, this used to be the Gander Mountain or the the Burger Brothers even before that. Like it was a yeah. it was a sporting yeah. goods shop. And I mean the building itself is big. Yeah. But the parking lot wasn't built for an Oh, it wasn't. It was not built for, for the capacity. That was the number one complaint yeah. that people had when they went there. The the well the thing is is this, right? I've I've already been to Asia Mall. It's it's like stepping into like the Gaisana Mall in the Philippines. Like there's a grocery store on the main level and like mm-hmm. smaller shops like around it and and, and the second floor. Right? Mm-hmm. So it's 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 definitely a novelty in terms of like it's unique here in Minnesota, so therefore it's gonna get a lot of crowds. And there's a what is there? There's like eight restaurants in there or seven? Something like that? It's so we'll, we'll likely yeah. be checking out a couple other ones. Yeah. But for the for the next yeah. episode, we will be trying Pho Mai, yeah. which is a Vietnamese... Pho place. Yeah, Pho. Which is delicious <laughs> stuff. I'm excited to try this place. Yeah. And we're going to go get some other things. <laughs> That's... As you do in a mall. <laughs> no cheese donuts. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so. All right. Sweet. And now, Edwin, you had something that... You wanted to do some sort of game? All right. So we're going to do something different here. We're going to do a game show where I say a bunch of questions, ask a bunch of questions, uh, and Pam and Angela are going to duke it out in a trivia contest. So the way that this is going to work is that I'm going to ask alternating between Angela and Pam. If they can't answer it, it goes to the other person, right? If you get it right, you'll hear this. If you get it wrong, you get this. Okay, oh, so... Oh, that, that sounded 
squeaky. Yes, it's very wet. Okay. You might need to turn up the volume on that so we can hear it easier. Uh, no, I don't want to. <laughs> How All are right. we supposed to know who, who answered right? So the topic of this is celebrity D&D players. Oh, my. Right, so this is questions about who the celebrity D&D player is. So these are like celebrities, right? Uh, public public figures who play D and D. That is your only clue on who these people are. Okay. So. Okay. I tried to make this easy because <laughs> we've tried this before, and it's, <laughs> it was a little hard. So. All right. So. We're gonna toss a coin. Actually, here we go. Our roll of dice. Hey, Google, flip a coin. Oh, sorry. Hold on, hold on. So, who's going to call tails? Who's going to call heads? Pam, you call tails. it. Tails? Okay. Now, now. It, it's already flipped. It's tails. Tails? Yep. Okay, so Pam goes first. Why? Okay. <laughs> okay. First question. Okay. Here we go. This celebrity who acted as the head of security to Tony Stark's knowledge in an L.A. Times piece that he credits some of his time playing Dungeons and Dragons for really strong background and imagination, storytelling, and understanding how to create tone and a sense of balance. Did that translate into movies such as Iron Man and the show Mandalorian? Who is this celebrity? Wait, okay, so wait. Repeat all of this. That all one sentence. Yeah. Repeat all oh, of that. So, okay. So you're gonna name the celebrity, right? The question is: This celebrity who acted as the head of security to Tony Stark acknowledged in an LA Times piece that he credits some of his time playing D and D. For his really strong background and imagination, storytelling, and understanding how to create tone and a sense of balance. But did this okay, now this is did this translate to into his movies such as Iron Man and the show Mandalorian? So we're supposed to name the celebrity? Yeah, so Pam gets a guess first. Like I think I know his name. Like I know the face. Oh, but I need to know the name. And this is what bothers me. <laughs> Are we allowed to Google it? No. Oh. Yeah, we're not allowed to Google it. His face is there. I see his face. I just don't know the name. What does he look like? <laughs> That's not going <laughs> to... That doesn't help. No. I- I'm going to have to pass because I... Okay, Angela? There's no name. <sighs> Oh shoot! See, he was. I'm thinking the wrong guy. He was a showrunner for Mandalorian, and the director of Iron Man. Director of. He's been all in. He's pretty much a staple in all the MCU's. I. I can't remember the name. And I know I've seen his name in, like, the Mandalorian credits. But I'm like... Bah! Okay, <laughs> <laughs> does everybody get out? give up? Nobody I have got to, because... 
John Favreau. Oh, him. Yes. John Favreau. I thought it was like <laughs> the dude that played a. Uh... Played who? Never mind. Okay. Okay. So Apparently, next question. I, names. Names so, are hard. <laughs> so this goes to Angela. This guild leader in a comedy web series played in a D&D game for charity and had a big hand in launching Critical Role. You're not talking Felicia Day, are you? Ding, ding, ding. That's correct. Oh! Angela gets oh! a point. I got it! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Angela gets a point. So that's one for Angela. Pam, next question. This ah. community creator continues to play Pathfinder and started a half live play, half animated series, which contains his last name. Oh, gosh. Repeat that again. This community creator, community creator, Continues to play Pathfinder and started a half live play, half animated series, which contains his last name. I am drawing a blank on that one. A Angela? Okay, so are you talking, is this one of the actors that, or one of the writers? Created, the community creator. But you're talking the show community? Yeah. The creator. I never watch community, so... Oh, my gosh. And I, think I thought everybody... Apparently, and apparently, <laughs> if you once you said Pathfinder, I'm like, I don't know. I don't play Pathfinder, and I don't really follow any. Community had does. two episodes that was full on D&D. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I haven't watched Community yet. It is on my queue. Oh, gosh, I'm... allegedly they... had a big spat with Chevy Chase. I... <laughs> I can picture the face. He was an actor in this too, right? He he had cameos in it, but I don't think he actually oh. was a. Oh, then I'm I'm thinking of the wrong person. Then I don't even know. <laughs> okay, Pam, do you have a guess? No. no. Pam, Pam doesn't know community. <laughs> Dan Dan Harmon. Oh. Who's he? He's he was a guy who created community. He's, and he's also he's a created he's a comedian. He's also created a bunch of other stuff too. Okay, no points. Angela's still in the lead. <laughs> I am in the lead. Okay. I'm surprised. Um Angela, this goes to you, I think, right? Okay. okay. Yeah. The showrunners of Game of Thrones also plays with other Hollywood celebrities. Who are these showrunners? <laughs> the only name you I can know, know is Peter Dinklage. You can you can know you can just name one of them and get one point, or you can name I, both of them and get I, two points. The only name I can think of right now is Peter Dinklage, but I'm pretty sure it's not him. No. I'm sorry. I, I gotta let Pam have it. Pam, do you know who the showrunners are? The people who created Game of Thrones. The people that created it? Yeah, the two that created Game the people Game that acted in it. Creative. The people who produced and directed Game of Thrones. See, I only know characters, dude. I don't <laughs> know the people that created it. 
<laughs> K. Do you have any guess? I only know the care. Like she's guessing Peter Dinklage too. <laughs> okay. David Benioff is one of them, and D. B. Weiss was the other person. Again, I don't know him. Okay. No points. I hope you guys get this like next one. So uh, <sighs> this is this goes to Pam. This Vanderbilt we see on the news said on Stephen Colbert's show, when my character died in D and D, I literally went into mourning. In D and D, Vanderbilt. Yeah. Say that again. What? This Vanderbilt, right? Related to the Vanderbilts, right? We see on the news, said on Stephen Colbert's show, when my character died in D&D, I literally went into mourning. He's also known as the Silver Fox. I don't know, dude. Sorry. Pam? I mean, Angela? Do you want to hear the question again? No, I'm just trying to think of possible guy names. He's got a very popular show and a very big news corporation. Uh, Tom? (laughs) Tom? Okay. Sorry. I know we're being so uninteresting. <laughs> okay. Here's another hint, right? Uh, yeah. His mom was a very famous actor. Actress. I do. Uh, okay. That doesn't really help. Okay. Gloria Van. Okay, so he was. Okay, she, Gloria Vanderbilt was a mom, and the person's name is Anderson Cooper. See, the the Vanderbilt <laughs> threw us off. Yeah, he, she, he's he's yeah. he's a Vanderbilt. <laughs> yeah, the the Vanderbilt because I like you say Vanderbilt like there's someone named Vanderbilt now if. If you, if, if you had given clues that pointed me to Anderson Cooper, <laughs> wow! <laughs> you but you you had me stuck on on Vanderbilt. Oh my god! Yeah, I was Sorry. Like, Vanderbilt news anchor. I'm like, yeah. uh, You imply that I watch the news? <laughs> okay. Next question. So I forgot to put my. So that is a. All right. So next question goes to Pam. Uh. No, it goes to Angela. I'm sorry, Angela. This third Rock from the Sun star not only plays D&D, but Magic the Gathering and said on Geek and Sundry that the game partially inspired him to start Hit Record, an online collaborative media platform. It's not the Baldwin guy. Nope. Wait, did you say Third Rock? Third Rock from the Sun. Third Rock from the Sun. That show. Okay, so I'm thinking the wrong show entirely. I'm thinking of a show I never even watched. Oh, gosh. I want to say, oh, 
Was it the kid or the guy who 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 voiced the character in John Lithgow? No, it wasn't him. Okay, I got that wrong. That was uh Pam, well, do you have any qu- do you have anything? I don't know his first name, but isn't his last name Gordon Lovett? That's correct. Was <laughs> Joseph it, Gordon was it Lovett. Josh? Jordan. Jordan. Oh, Joseph. Jordan. It's Joseph. Okay. Joseph Gordon Lovett is his name. Joseph Gordon yes. Lovett. And I was like, Yep. He had a very distinct last name. <laughs> yep. All right. So it's a tie game. Next question goes to Pam. Okay. Okay. This True Blood and Daredevil star said that she was introduced to D&D by her manager. She played parts in Force Grey, Stream of Many Eyes, and Critical Role. It changed my life, she said in a 2018 interview with D&D Beyond included above, about the game. It's just about imagination, imagination and solving problems creatively. I only know t- one thing that you mentioned. It was Critical Role. <laughs> I was like, uh, say it one more time. This True Blood star and Daredevil. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. This True Blood and Daredevil star said that she was introduced to D&D by her manager. She played parts in Force Gray, Stream of Many Eyes, and Critical Role. It changed her life, she said in a 2018 interview with D&D Beyond about the game. It's just about imagination and solving problems creatively. So is this is this Daredevil the movie or the TV Daredevil show? The TV, TV show. show. Okay. So the series. I don't know about Daredevil or I don't know about True Blood. Never watched it. But I do know Daredevil, the the, the TV show. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned she was on Critical Role? She was on Critical Role. Is it Deborah Ann Wool? Is it... De- Hold on. I lost my key. <laughs> Hold on. Is it Deborah Ann Wool? Correct. Yay! Yay! <laughs> So Pam leads, two to one. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this goes to Angela. No, this goes to this yeah, goes Angela. to Pam. Yeah. Is it Angela? Yeah, it's Angela. Okay, yeah, it's this Angela. was mine. Okay. This Fast and the Furious star is one of the longest proponents of D and D and wrote the foreword to "When Thirty Years of Adventure," a celebration of D and D Dragon. The uh, Dungeons and Dragons was published in 2004 by Wizards of the Coast. Oh, are you talking about Vin Diesel? <laughs> That's oh, correct. Oh, he really did. <laughs> That's correct. I didn't know that. I would have been like Dwayne. <laughs> <laughs> just, just name all the actors. <laughs> okay, Pam. This Minnesota native and star of Swingers, Dodgeball, and The Lost World. Struck friendships with other dandy gamers and currently plays with other Hollywood celebrities. Oh, sure. Put me on the spotlight. Oh, fellow Minnesotan. That should be a very good <laughs> clue. <laughs> and then the rest was didn't lead me to anywhere. <laughs> Swingers, dodgeball. He's got a very distinct name. 
Yeah, I'm sure he does if we could know the name. <laughs> dodgeball. Like the oh, you're talking about the, the movie movies. Dodgeball? Yeah. Yeah. With a distinct last name. I think his whole name is distinct. I can imagine like our listeners was like, it's the <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> what other what other movies? Swingers, Swingers Dodgeball, Dodgeball, and Jurassic Park The Lost World. When you say Jurassic Park The Lost World, is that the second? I think so. Of the original trilogy? I believe so. Yeah. I think I know. He's from Minnesota? Yeah. If that's what I'm thinking about, you're thinking about. He was born in Minnesota. What's his name? It's not it's not Vince Vaughn, is it? Oh it is Vince it's Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. Oh. <laughs> he plays D D. <laughs> what the fuck? Wow. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't know that either. I was more surprised that oh, he's from Minnesota. Oh, cool. Um, who's next? Well, who's who's uh, the next one is for me. Okay. Okay. This late night host appeared on NPR's Fresh Air. He stated in an interview, "I played a lot of D and D. There's a fantasy role playing aspect to that. I found out I could tell stories in an improvisa- improvisational way." I started hanging out with a couple of the cooler kids who liked having me around because I told jokes and was silly. He also played a D&D session with, for charity with Matt Mercer as the Dungeon Master. Uh, this late night host. Oh, gosh. I'm going to guess Stephen Colbert. Is it Stephen Colbert? Yep. That's right. <laughs> Sweet. I don't. I happened to watch that one shot. That was actually quite entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, it is possible to have just one player, um, one player be the player and one DM. It yeah. is possible. It's possible. Yep. All right. Uh, this is for Pam, and I think if you get this, Pam, you win. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so, the pressure. All right. This True Blood and Magic Mike actor famously wrote a script for a D&D movie. Runs a clothing line called Death Saves. I want the shirt. He DMs a game with the Game of Thrones showrunner and Vince Vaughn and the Big Show. Is this the dude with a name that I don't know how to pronounce? Attempt it. <laughs> Attempt it. Attempt it. I'll take first names. No, I don't know his last <laughs> name. I, I don't know his first name. That's the thing. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> Try the last name? Matt. This is the only... This is the only one. Man... Ma- what was it? What? Magnalio? Magnalio? I'll take it. (laughs) I'm like... Joe... I can't even pronounce it really. Joe Manganiello. 
Manganiello. Is it Manganiello? Joe Manganiello. He's the guy with like a really he sick. Had, he's ripped. Ba- yeah, he's got like a sick basement that's just full on D and D tavern. I w- wow. when you said Magic Mike, I was like, Channing Tatum. <laughs> and then I'm like, no. I don't think he's the type that would play that. And then you said stuff, and I'm like, oh. Well, I wouldn't think Vince Vaughn, nor nor Vin Diesel, nor Anderson Cooper would play D and D, but apparently True. they do. <laughs> so. True. <laughs> I just envisioned Channing Tatum as more like a he would probably if he was to play like a fantasy game, it's probably fantasy football. <laughs> but so. like, okay, but yeah, it's like. I'm that mad. That, that, I just that. know him by the that name. So Pam, you won. That How do you feel, Pam, that you won the game? Surprise! I'm gonna celebrate <laughs> by eating hard. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't think it was gonna be that hard, but whatever. I think that's it for that, the show. Well, that what was what? it Vanderbilt. Yeah. I'm like. Vanderbilt. It sounded like a name that I've heard of, like a purse. Because see, I, I it's one, it was one of the richest ca- uh, families in, in the United States during the. Actually, didn't she own like a jean line? She owned, yeah, she owned like a clothing line. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's think... the Vanderbilt house. Yeah, there's a Vanderbilt mm. house that built more than a huge house in what <laughs> South Carolina or something. The one that's Asheville, supposedly haunted. North Carolina. Apparently, yeah. I've learned interesting like things, <laughs> like Vince Vaughn is from Minnesota. Yep. Vin Diesel <laughs> apparently plays D and D. Who the funk? And Anderson <laughs> Cooper is related to Gloria Vanderbilt. And plays D- plays D and D. I don't know if he no, plays, but, but I know oh. he played. He's played D and D. I'm guessing he likely still plays. Probably. I like to think so. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, we're glad you came back, and we're we're glad you stuck around. Uh, again, my name is Angela. You can find me on the Twitterverse at uh, Pleasant Doom. Okay, my name is Pam. You can also find me on Twitter at PandaCatDragon1. You can also find me on Instagram, also under the handle PandaCatDragon. And you can find me at DIY Edwin on Instagram. Because Edwin has left the Twitterverse. Because I left the Twitterverse. You could also reach us on Facebook at Legend Creators. Or you you can email us at DungeonDinings at gmail.com. Dungeon Diners. Dungeon Diners, sorry. Dungeon Diners. Dungeon Diners at gmail.com. And... We'll be bringing back the uh, legendcreators.com website as soon as we can. As soon as I find the spoons. Thank you for. Yep, and don't remember to like, comment, subscribe, and share. Yeah, and share. Um, I know we've got some few few new listeners too, so welcome. I know you know who you are. I don't want to name names. So. (laughs) And, And thanks again, everybody, for listening to Dungeons. Dining and do <laughs> dorks. <laughs> <laughs>